You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. It can be challenging to navigate the NFL landscape filled with unknowns. You know that I know that I know that you know that I know that I know that you know. Intense focus is required to tune out all the noise surrounding the league. Wicka, 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 wicka. And the drummer says, uh. So we turn to Super Bowl champion Ellis Wims for nimble analysis, breaking things down on a whim. How about your boy? Ellis, as always, we appreciate the time. Let's start with something serious, but you can handle it. You know there's been a lot of tough talk between the league and the Players Association. Let's move beyond the details of the Ezekiel Elliott case. If the union has such a problem with the discipline process, why didn't they fight harder during the last CBA to make changes? I think they had a – DeMar Smith was just really inexperienced in dealing with those issues and I don't think he was really all the way familiar with a lot of the issues that players uh, you know, have complained about over the years. And, I mean, really in that deal, he gave all of the power in these issues to Roger Goodell, um, and they just, they just hired the wrong guy. I think at that point they needed somebody that, was, that understood NFL players and their issues a little bit better so they can go in and actually ask for things that they really wanted because I'm not sure it seems like in that deal they they didn't get a lot of the things that they, that the players were complaining about. So um, it just I think they hired the wrong guy. When you look at this case with Ezekiel Elliott, um, do you see it be one? Let's just put it to you this way. The NBA has a union that basically favors the players. I mean, 110%. Okay. And the national football league has one that's just truly the opposite when you see they have these these rulings where there's really no way out, regardless of how much information is out there of, of what Ezekiel Elliott may not have done and what may have caused him to do some of the things uh, that he's done, it almost seems as if there's no way out because the league has total control on how they handle players when it comes to uh, the personal conduct policy. How do you go about, you think, Ellis, how do you think you go about trying to change that to where there can be an even playing field on – you know, there being an equal opportunity or at least an opportunity that is fair to where it's just not a six-game suspension being thrown out there without actually hearing literally both sides of the story. Well, I think the first thing they got to do is sit down and put a system in place. But I think right now you don't know how long you're going to get suspended for what what you're going to get suspended for. Like it's just left up to the whims of the commissioner and how he's feeling about that situation at the time or who you are as a player or how much notoriety you have as a player or what point they're trying to prove to the fans or what point they're trying to prove to the media. There's no solid system in place that says, if I do this, if I get arrested for this, then I get this. And I don't like that it's being left up to one guy and how he feels about each situation. Because if your relationship with the commissioner is good, then you may get a lenient uh, penalty if you get into a situation. If your relationship not is, is not good or you said something uh, in the past uh, that may not put the commissioner in a good light, then he may want to uh, you know, put something a little, uh, put a, a heavier uh, fine or, or penalty on whatever, whatever, uh, whatever he does to, to punish you for whatever you did. It's left up to how he feels as opposed to a system that says, okay, I know if I do this, I'll get this. Now you just kind of 
you just got to kind of walk on eggshells and just hope nothing ever happens because if commissioner feels like you did something wrong, no matter if you didn't, then you can still be punished for it. And that's not fair. At the same time, and here's my commentary, if you don't put your hand on a woman, you don't have an issue if we're talking about Ezekiel Elliott or anybody else. We're taking you around the league with Ellis Wims, Super Bowl champion, great friend of the program. Ellis, nobody thought that Blake Bortles was going to the Hall of Fame, but a couple years ago he was serviceable, 35 touchdowns. Based on what's happened recently and that shaky game last night, is it time for the Jags to move on? Uh, I don't know if it's time to move on. I mean, he's obviously got some talent. Uh, I mean, he looks like the uh, uh, NFL quarterback. He has the side. He has the, the athleticism. He has a good arm. It just seems somewhere in that he's lost his confidence or he doesn't feel comfortable. And the coaching staff has got to look at themselves because it's their job to get these elite athletes to play up to their potential. And obviously they haven't done that with Blake. And Chad Henney is a backup. Like, he's 32 years old. If he was a starting starting quarterback capable of leading a team, he would have done it by now. He's not. So, you know, you if you if you have aspirations of being a good football team this year, then you have to figure it out and try to get Blake to be comfortable and confident. But if you're in tank mode like an NBA team, then, you know, maybe you're, you know, you're not – you know, that's gung-ho about Blake, and that's why you come out in the media and basically put him on blast because you don't expect him to be the guy that's going to lead your football team because they just kneecapped him basically in the huddle. Because if you're a receiver and you walk into that huddle and you just heard what the, what the head coach just said, hey, there's no fear. That, anything that Blake says to you carries no weight. He can't threaten a receiver. He can't threaten the offensive lineman. He can't, his, his words have no weight in that huddle anymore because of what they did. So, you know, maybe they're in a the tank mode and they're still in the rebuilding, which, you know, they probably should be anyway. Let's talk about Miami, the Dolphins. I think the big question of the day was Jay Cutler. Uh, did you see anything from him going three of six, uh, moving around in the pocket the way he did that makes you feel good about the decision to grab him um, until it's actually time to make a long-term decision with Ryan Tannehill? Well, I think, I think signing Jay was a great signing for them. I mean, to be able to get a quarterback of that quality this late in the game after your starter has torn his ACL, I mean, that's, that was a, a, a great job by their front office and their head coach of getting that done. Now, I haven't seen, I haven't seen enough, uh, you know, the six passes. I mean, he looked okay. Uh, but we know what Jay Cutler is. We know he has a big arm. We know he can make all the throws. Uh, is can he make the throws when it counts? Can he lead a football team? Can he get a group of men to rally around him and say, "We can go into we can go into into Foxborough and win a game." You know, we can go into the best teams uh, stadiums in the NFL and behind we can get behind Jay Cutler and he can lead us to a victory. Those are the things we haven't seen from him. So we know he has all the tools. He's going to look great in the pocket. He's going to look great making throws because that's who he is. But is he a leader and is he a winner? And those are the questions that he's got to answer. And ultimately, those are the questions that will define his career. Ellis, great information as always. We'll chat with you next week. Most importantly, drive safely, okay? 
Oh man, I'm I'm cruising I'm cruising here in traffic in Houston, man. My kids go to school on Tuesday, man. I'm gonna be running around the house naked on Tuesday, so nobody come to my house on Tuesday because I'll be butt naked celebrating. Uh, oh that wow! My kids are out of my house for the summer. Drop the mic and we'll holla at you next Friday. That is an image heading into the weekend. We can, we can, we can, and a drummer say, "Oh." You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.